Welcome back to Anchoring Your Dreams with Chanel A. Watson, the podcast experience. This is episode 10, and during this episode, I will be discussing one of the affirmations that was mentioned in episode 7, installment 6 of Writing the Vision and Walking in Your Purpose. That affirmation was, I will starve my distractions and feed my focus. I'm going to offer six ways to starve our distractions and six ways to feed our focus because we truly can't starve our distractions without replacing those distractions with things that will focus us on getting our goals accomplished. So the first thing we need to do in order to starve our distractions is going to be scheduling our priorities. This is something you will hear me say often because I find that so many times we schedule everything and everyone else's priorities before our own. And this is when we lose sight of what we need and or want because we are being distracted by others. So the best way to starve those distractions or those outside people are to first schedule what is important and what is a priority to us. Then fit everyone else's priorities around our own, especially if those priorities are not a current emergency. The next way to starve our distractions is to turn off or limit our phone and electronic device usage. I know this is going to be hard for a lot of people because sometimes it's hard for me. And the best thing or best way to really starve our distractions is to truly turn off those things that are distracting us. So you can allot yourself enough time to complete a goal or task without rushing or being behind. This is also a great time to collect your thoughts, plan your day out, or maybe complete something on your to-do list. Now, again, I know this is going to be hard, but it can be done. We can start off slowly by first maybe taking an hour out of our day, whether it's in the morning or the evening, and using that time to not look at the phone or to not look at Instagram or any social medias and to truly focus on what's important to us or what we know we need to get done, whether it be reading, praying, writing, studying, any of those things we can use to replace with that hour of being on the phone. Another thing we can use as well is the do not disturb feature that comes with most of our phones now. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you should. there's a way for you to turn on the feature um, for the time that you want and you're not able to receive calls during that time. So this we can use as well to just make sure that we're sticking to not being on our phone or at least receiving calls during a specific time that we set for ourselves. But limiting our phone and electronic usage is definitely a way to help starve our distractions. Another way to help us starve our distractions is to establish a healthy routine. Healthy as in physical and mental. From the time we wake up to the time we go to bed, Let's come up with a routine that can we can stick to and that fits with anything going on currently in our lives. For example, if we want to exercise more, let's make time to exercise on a particular day or days and stick to that routine. The same would work for sleeping and getting enough rest or creating a reading routine. 
Anything basically that is going to mentally or physically grow us should be included in establishing our healthy routine. The fourth thing I would suggest to help us starve our distractions is to remove ourselves from anyone or anything that is distracting us. We all know those people, places, or habits that distract us from what we have to accomplish. Sometimes we have to physically remove ourselves from that distraction so we can focus on what we need to get done. Um, This happened to me fairly recently, maybe a couple weeks ago, I would say, where um, I was waiting for a meeting to begin and I was sitting down and I started to read a book. Someone came in after me and they sat down, you know, we said hi and all those that great stuff. And I went back to reading my book. The person then asked, you know, you know, are you reading a book? And I was like, yes. And then the room became silent. After a couple minutes, the person just started talking to me and trying to have a conversation while I was reading the book. At first, you know, I was like, oh, okay, you know, having um, small talk with this person. And but I still showed them and still let them know I was reading my book. So a silence would happen again. And then after that, um, I was reading the book. I was focused on what I was doing. Then again, the person said something or this time they got on the phone. They received a phone call and began to talk. At that point, I politely excused myself because I was being distracted from what I was trying to accomplish by reading the book. The book was something important. The book was something I needed to do in order to focus myself. For me, it was my priority at that time. I wasn't rude or anything to the person that was in the room with me. But again, I was being distracted. So at that point, I had to physically remove myself from the distraction. So I say all of that to say, sometimes we really do have to physically remove ourselves, whether and definitely in a polite way, but we have to keep our focus. And sometimes other people, because it's not important to them, they may not see, you know, that they're being a distraction. So sometimes, again, we have to physically remove ourselves from situations. The next way to starve our distractions is to get out of our own head. This to me is the most important distraction to starve. Because our own negative or self-blocking thoughts and what we feed ourselves mentally is what will show up in our lives and actions physically. So if we are feeding ourselves encouragement, then we need to make sure we're continuing to feed ourselves that. But if we're feeding ourselves self-blocking thoughts, then we definitely need to starve those thoughts. That's why I feel like having an affirmation, whether it be a daily affirmation or a weekly affirmation, is something that's extremely positive and will help to influence our thoughts in a positive way. The sixth thing that we should do in order to starve our distractions is to keep our past in the past. This is another big one because oftentimes our past is a huge distraction and in particular our failures or mistakes are that biggest distraction for us. We have to actively make a choice to not let the past hinder our growth and the best way is to starve the distraction which is our past. Now not to forget the past but just to not focus on what is helping us not grow. Now, since we touched on all of the ways to starve our distractions, let's focus and shift our attention to what can we can use to feed our focus. 
The first thing we can use to feed our focus is to be proactive and prepared. Being properly prepared and and also proactive um, for our goals and tasks is a way to accomplish them and just to maintain the focus that we need. For example, if we know that um, every time we sit down to write, someone probably calls us or um, we get hungry, then being proactive in the situation or preparing for sitting down to write would be to either call the person that normally calls us, putting our phone on do not disturb, like I mentioned before, and then going to write. Or if we know we get hungry, then maybe eating something to settle our stomachs first would help us to not be distracted. Or if we're exercising and around the same point every time we begin to get tired, we can mentally prepare ourselves for that point to just dig a little deeper or focus on something else so that we're able to get past that hurdle of pain. I think it's unfortunate sometimes that When we do set ourselves down and get focused on something, we become distracted by any and everything. So in order to really help us to not become distracted, really being proactive about a lot of the things that may hinder us is something that can prepare us to keep our focus so we're able to get things done. The second way to feed our focus is to be consistent and disciplined. This is very key in keeping focus because when we are consistent and disciplined, that is when we form habits and then those habits later form a lifestyle that becomes natural to us. So if one of our goals is to start a small business, we have to be consistently working toward it and we have to be consistent with our research, um, with harnessing our craft and with reaching out to other people, even when we lose the feeling of wanting to get that done. And then that's when the discipline comes into play. We're still doing it beyond that feeling of wanting to, especially if we know we need to do it. The third thing we can do in order to feed our focus is to find a place of solace or a safe haven. This is a place physically or mentally we can go to regroup after being distracted, whether it's listening to music, saying scriptures that ease our mind, or physically going to a place that makes us comfortable, finding that solace is something that would help us refocus and keep our focus so that we can finish the goals we have set for ourselves. And something, or someone I should say, that ties into that is going to be our fourth way to feed our focus, which is prayer and communication with God. Now, if the lists were done in order of importance, this would definitely be the first one because this is the first thing we should do on a daily basis, every day consistently, and that's pray and communicate with God because doing this will help us not only identify our distractions, but also help give us all of what we need to feed our focus. God is, and our relationship with God, is the foundation of where our focus comes from. So making time to speak with him through prayer and listening, hearing, and being obedient to how he instructs us is extremely important in making sure that our focus is fed and on target. The next thing I would suggest in order to feed our focus is to concentrate on one 
maybe two things at a time. When we split our attention, that's when we lose focus the fastest. So focusing on completing one thing before moving on to another thing is something that can help us just to make sure that we're not only accomplishing our goals, but that we're giving all of what we can give to that particular goal at that time. And the last thing that we can do to keep our focus is to keep going. When we become discouraged, keep going. If we don't finish the task in the allotted time we gave ourselves, keep going. If you schedule your priority and slip up and help someone else, no worries, just keep going. You can always find a way to get back to your task. As long as you don't give up and you keep going, your focus is always going to be there. Your focus on your goals, your focus on getting things accomplished, your focus on growing yourself. So no matter what you're doing or what matter, no matter what may happen that you may slip up, just keep going. The biggest thing in feeding our focus after speaking with God is the ability to keep going even if things don't go as planned. So those are the six ways to starve our distractions and to feed our focus. I hope they were helpful to you. And if you have any additional ways to either starve your distractions or feed your focus that you'd like to share or like me to share on your behalf, or if you'd like to share with me how these tips have helped you, then please feel free to email me at anchoring your dreams at chanelawatson.com. Until next time, stay encouraged.